Hi, I'm Taylor. And I'm Jana. And you're watching Disney Channel. Decom Divas Pod. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Decom Divas. Divas. Yeah, we're divas. Reviewing Disney Channel original movies. We are, we are both drinking. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> not really. Jenna's always boring. like belligerent when we record, obviously. I am now drinking spiked eggnog to try and liven myself up a little bit. Yeah. So, okay, let's be honest. So, me and Taylor originally recorded this a few weeks ago, and it was amazing, and it was probably the best thing that's ever happened in human history. And unfortunately, it got deleted, which really sucked. It was so funny. And I don't like to tell people that I'm hilarious. So it was mostly Taylor, but like, oh, it was okay. so fun. It was so fun. And we did it in real life, and it was amazing. If we recorded this in my parents' garage the first time, and my computer like crashed, so I had not saved the garage band, and it like just disappeared, and I tried to recover it for a really long time. I was being a real big bitch about it because I really wanted it to be recovered. We tried to use this really sketchy online service, and it didn't work. And then I was like bribing people at my dad's work in the IT department to help us, and they were like, "Yeah, you're, you should just give up." So we're recording this a second time, and that's why it's late. Let's be honest with you guys. Yeah, so that's that's it. My computer crashed, and we were just kind of confused and sad. Um, but, you know, we do have some good news. Taylor is moving back to San Diego, so... I know! I'm so excited! I'm coming back to San Diego. Which is where I live, in case you don't know. I'm from Sacramento. I moved to San Diego to go to college. Taylor's from San Diego, and she went to San Diego for college. We met in college, then Taylor moved to Seattle, and I stayed in San Diego. That's um, the math, if you're wondering. Taylor is now moving back to SD. And guess what? We're still quarantined, but now the podcast will have a little better sound, and we'll be in the same room, bouncing yes. off each other's energies. Do you know who the A-teens are? No. You remember, have you seen Lilo and Stitch? Yes. So this band did this cover of, um, wise men say only fools rush in. Oh, they did? Yeah. Do you remember that from the movie? Was it the group, the A-teens that did yes. that? Mm-hmm. Like in Disney songs, in Disney movies, when they have like a, like the most current pop artist sing the song, yeah. the main song from the movie. Like, um, Let It Go, like Demi Lovato did it. Oh, right. I forgot about that. All right. Demi Lovato also did the, um, oh, I love Enchanted. The, how does he know he loves you? Well, does he wear your favorite color just so he can match your eyes? My I've never had a man is not do that. brown. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had a man do that for me. <laughs> never wear green. That is very specific. And I also yeah. feel like it's it means you your favorite color is your eye color, which I feel like isn't true for most people. No, my favorite color is yellow, and I don't have yellow eyes, so. Yeah. Know. You don't have pink eyes. What? <laughs> oh, yes, I don't. I, that would be gross or concerning if I did. Um, so today we're reviewing Brink, which is a movie from 1998. 19... Yes. Brink. Come on, Brink. Yeah, Brink. <laughs> Come on, Brink. He rides a skateboard and he's true to his friends. Come on, break! Yeah, and he goes Wait, he down to the... He actually skating. <laughs> I forgot! 
So Taylor, what is your experience with rollerblading? Uh, so I got into it a little bit this summer. Ah, and so fun! I wasn't that great at it. I bought them used on Amazon, and I think that they were a little crooked. I rode them around with my friend Jordan here, and then the person I was dating at the time, we would go to the park and like. I would, if I finished a lap, he would kiss me because <laughs> I was trying to train to be good at, uh, you don't have to say all anymore. We broke up, but, <laughs> but yeah, a lot of, a lot of, uh, rollerblading this summer. What about you? Do you have any wheel experience? I do have a lot of experience with roller skating, which is not in line as the, where you have two on each side because I was in a musical <laughs> a year ago called Xanadu where I roller skated on stage the whole time, and I um, had to sing and dance on skates. She also fun. had different different accents that she had. <gasps> yeah, while she was so she was singing, dancing, and had different accents, and was roller roller skating the whole time. It was really fun. It was it like was one of the funnest watch. shows I've ever been in. So oh. it was really hard, but it was great. So I do have experience with that. I haven't roller skated in too long, but I do have some really cute pink and yellow ones. So. I guess this movie, like, really has a place in my heart, or at least I, like, related to it because I've spent a lot of time doing complicated things on roller skates, but I, I love skating. It's really joyful activity. It's honestly the best. It is really fun. So, the movie's Brink. It came out on August 29th, 1998, which is a few... No, that's a year after Taylor was born. It's a year and a week after I was born. Happy um... birthday to me! Happy birthday. So what were you doing in 1998, Miss Taylor? I lived in Lakeside, California. Oh, wait, you lived in Lakeside? Like, as a baby, I did. I just I moved around a lot in the same area. Mm-hmm. You moved around a lot, like Gabriella from High School Musical. Yeah, I just always have to work on getting to school because uh, my credits never transfer, so I have to work extra hard in math, and I'm a mathlete. Just kidding. Oh, know. my God, was there mathletes at your high school? There was, like, academic league or something that was, like, oh, all-encompassing. decathlon or whatever? Yeah, and, like, at first, people were like, Taylor, join it. And I was like, mm, why? I don't, I wanted a letter. It actually wasn't, I mean, like, I was in, like, I don't, it sounds dumb. I'm not trying to, like, brag. I was always no, in AP brag classes. all you want. Yeah. I was always in AP classes. Taylor's so, like, smart. I literally didn't know, like, the non-AP kids. Like, and it was kind of, like, I had friends that were, like, always shitting on people not in AP classes. And I used to be that way, but then I realized, like, they are just enjoying their life more. Exactly. <laughs> like, so I took AP classes, too. Not not as many as you, I'm assuming. But I, all my friends were not because I didn't want to hang out with snobs. I had friends who did academic decathlon. I just didn't want to. I don't know. It doesn't seem fun to me. <laughs> No, it's like, why would I study extra? Exactly, for I that hate I don't studying. even have to learn. How was your 1998? I was four years old living in Sacramento. Uh, I don't know, I was in preschool. I don't know, I wasn't watching Brink. I was probably <laughs> watching, I don't know, I guess like PBS or, you know, all that kind of stuff. But all that or all that kind of stuff? Uh, I don't think I watched all that until a little bit later. I like all that a lot, though. It's fun. I, I've said before I didn't watch Nickelodeon. <laughs> I did. Um, I liked it a lot. But, you know, Disney Channel is better. But they're both great. Oh, when me and Taylor first met, we were watching The Amanda Show in my uh, apartment, if you will, on campus at our college. Um, and right. I Okay, my favorite part was Moody's Point. Do you remember that? Yeah. 
but yeah. the like her is her mom gone or something yeah hot air balloons? Yes. <laughs> i okay did you ever have a video now thing what is that sounds so familiar what is it it's like those little it was like a like a brick basically and it had a small screen and it was like a dvd disc but it was just for the video now so they were like smaller than actual dvds and you could watch nick shows on it oh my god i did not have this i can't believe i don't know i had one <gasps> i don't know why i had one because i didn't have anything growing up but like it was it was cool and i watched a lot of amanda show on it that's so okay but but it like it doesn't so it's like a portable dvd player but it's a diff it's not regular dvds it's like special video now dvds and this was like 2003 or four okay that's so Still, fun they were fun um I can't believe I don't, I always remember every reference from back then. That's the one thing I'm good at in this life, and I can't believe I don't remember that. I don't know what a video now is, but mm -hmm. um, anyways, we're going to start with Brink. Brink, you, come on, Brink. The, come on, Brink. It's so funny because it's, it's like, at the end of the movie, it's like a song that's like, he's like, it's, they wrote it for the song. They're like, yeah, Brink, wanna be loyal to his friends. Soul skater, come on, Brink. It's like very funny. Okay, so I guess I'll do the beginning plot. So the main character, Brink, I think his name is Andy Brinkman. Yes, um, that's And right. he has um, very flippy, blondish hair. And he's tall-ish, he's tan, he lives in Southern California, in Venice Beach specifically. And he wakes up and he's late! Oh my god! The trope of all tropes in movies, you wake up, you're already late, you need to rush down the stairs, grab breakfast, and he he takes some chocolate syrup and like, just pours it in his mouth, because that's yeah. very... I, I, that's not... I don't even know if at any point in my life I would have done that. That's so nuts to me. You know? It's a little kooky. Yeah, it's kooky. So he runs out. He's like, hi, mom, hi, dad, hi, little sister. He runs out because he's late. He shows up at a bus stop and his three friends are like, you're late, we're late, we gotta go, we, we missed the bus. And they're like, oh my god, how are we gonna get there? And so you don't know where there is. So basically... Him and his friends all ride roller skaters. They call themselves the Soul Skaters. They have a little posse of people who like to skate for fun. He has three friends. One of them is a guy who's some kind of like dumb, airheaded. He has curly hair. What was that his? one is Jordy. Jordy. And then I think. The, the other one is like a darker haired guy, and his name is Peter. And he, right. um, I guess Peter is kind of the more emotive, more like heartfelt one. I don't know. And then uh, the third one, his other friend is named Gabriella. Just really cool, like very like spunky, always has a good comeback, doesn't let people give her shit. But she's really cool. She's tough. I just, she likes to skate and they're all friends and like it, there's no like, I don't know, it's all platonic and cool and it doesn't matter that she's a girl. They just like to do the same thing. Anyway, yeah, and they, they very much aren't like ooh, you're hot, or, like, being weird yeah. to her. They're just like, you're our friend. So they're all in a hurry to get to Venice Beach, where there's a skate park, and so they skate down a hill, and they're, like, going real fast. And it's one of those crazy scenes where there's a lot of jumping over tables, jumping over, like, people. And it's only because they have to be the first ones in the morning to get there because it gets really crowded. You know, this is California. This is LA. It's a very crowded place, um, and you got to claim your territory. They show up there, and they're the first ones there. How fun! Oh my god. But then the other <laughs> skateboarding team called the X Blades. The X Blades. They're a group of um, rollerbladers. So the X Blades show up. They're a team that wears all yellow and they're actually like sponsored by a magazine and they get paid to do competitions. The leader's name is 
Val. He's an ass. He's very, like, talk slow. Hi, guys. I guess you're wondering why I'm here. It looks like there's only one man in town for the job. I don't oh, know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, so dramatic how he talks. I forgot to mention that when the um, soul skaters show up first, they see this guy from a magazine, and they're like, oh, my God, that guy's here. Maybe we could get noticed. And they're like, eh, maybe. And then the X-Blades show up, and they realize that the photographer's actually there for them. And then the X-Blades are like, uh, we need this area because we're doing a photo shoot. They're like, but we were here first. It's not fair. And then he kind of trips um, Brink, Val does, and then he, like, all his friends rush over to, you know, help him, and then the um, team x takes over and yeah oh and then taylor tell the thing about like what he says to the skateboarders oh okay so brink walks up to the skateboarders he's like hey all skateboarders can't be wusses right and then they're like what 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 did you say to me bro and then brink is like oh no 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 i didn't say that but those guys over there pointing to the exploits team they said it and then they're like oh what up and then like the skateboarder guys come up to like the exploits and val and they're like yo what's up i don't know i never would send an angry person towards someone else even if i didn't like them that much but it was yeah. very funny to watch it is i feel like that only goes over well in movies yeah would you ever uh, send a group of mad people at me no i love you i would never do that that would be so mean <laughs> That would be so mean. Okay, so then it cuts to the first day of school. It kind of has a montage introducing more of Brink's family. His dad is very confused by the way Brink talks. Very like, yeah, man. And I, I, I can't really go into the accent. Can you do it, Taylor? What's up, fam? Yeah, mad cool. That's fat. I don't know. Do people hear you talk and say, Northern California? Boom. No, I've never gotten that, unfortunately. <laughs> um, no, I don't think there's a huge difference. TBH. Yeah. I guess, I, supposedly people from Northern California say hello a lot, but I never say that. Okay, but what happens next, the next day of school? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they show up at school. Brink sees his friends Peter and Jordy, and they're like, Brink, we gotta tell you something. It's really horrible. It's so bad. Yeah, and he's like, what, what, what happened? And they're like, it's, it's Gabriella. I just, I can't. And then they show Gabriella <laughs> getting off the bus and she's wearing a mother dress. Oh my God. And um, it's like, it's actually kind of a cute dress, but um, she isn't a girly girl. She likes to wear overalls. She likes to wear oversized clothes. She likes to basically dress the same as the dudes. And so she walks over to them and She's like, if anyone says anything, I'm handing you a body part. And they're like, why are you wearing a dress? And she's like, my mom says that, oh, on the first day of school in Peru, every girl wears a dress because she's Peruvian. And she's like, so I had to. Um, oh, okay. Val comes up to them and he ends up throwing, I think it was Peter's shoes over like a telephone wire. You know, when you see shoes hanging from the wire. Yeah. And so he has no shoes, so she lets him wear her shoes, like her skate shoes, basically unlaced, because back then, well, I guess they probably still do too now, but less so. They wore these, like, big-ass puffy, like, yeah. DC, I don't know if that's it. That was, like, popular in the 2000s, but, like, um, I wore those shoes. I had DC shoes. I had one pair. They were pink and black. <laughs> I have pink and black ones. Oh, my God. That's Aww. so fun. I never had Heelys. That was, like, my badassest um, pair of shoes. What about you? I did not have Heelys. I definitely had DCs, and I had, I was big into Converse. I oh, had Vans, but I had the chunky Vans. I didn't have, like, the... Oh, interesting. 
I don't know. I used to be so obsessed with them, and now I just, like, don't, couldn't care. The last time I've worn Vans was probably, like, almost 10 years ago. I am not, I don't wear sneakers a lot. If you, I, you don't. If you don't know Janet, she doesn't wear sneakers a lot. I'm not a sneaker gal. I just am not. I am a very formal, feminine feline. <laughs> she is. She's wearing a nice yellow blouse right I'm now. Wearing, it's very uh, ruffly. I, these are the shoes I'm wearing right now. They're high <gasps> um, silver boots. Oh my gosh. She's wearing high heels silver boots. I am wearing a Put your foot up dis- to the camera. Show us what you work in. I am <laughs> I have a barefoot. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm wearing elf PJs. They just say elf on them and they say Oh, um, oh you mean the movie. Okay. Yeah, elf the yeah, and it says, Does somebody need a hug? And I've Aww. had them for five years. <laughs> and then uh, my sweatshirt is Disneyland from like the eighties or nineties. I've had this since I was in eighth grade. Aww, so now it looks you. ridiculous on me. Like it's very short and my boobs are weighing very low in it. Yeah, boobs now. <laughs> hey, don't say you're old. I'm three years older than you. Okay, that's true. Okay. Wait, um, so- okay, so anyway, after they do the thing with the shoes, they show up to class. Even Steven's dad, Tom Virtue, he is the teacher. Like he was in Under Wraps. Uh, and that's pretty cool. I love Tom Virtue. He's talking about earthworms, and they realize, hey, there's earthworms here. Maybe we could do something fun and tricky with this. So they take earthworms, and they put it in Val's sandwich when he's not looking, and he ends up eating worms. And Val's really mad, and then he looks over to the soul skaters, and they have signs individually that say, don't be a wuss. And each person pulls up a sign that says an individual word. So uh, he doesn't snitch on them because of this. The worst thing you could be is a wuss. So don't be one. Don't be a wuss. He doesn't tell on them, but they need to have like a little smackdown between the soul skaters and the um, team exploit. And so both teams show up at some point during school. Obviously they're not in class and they have these like trash cans turned upside down. Like it's like West Side Story. It's very like, I don't, they never explain. Why do people do that? Why do guys like, you know, when they're having a brawl of sorts, they like turn trash cans upside down i don't know what the hell couldn't tell you to mean but yeah i've never seen anyone like flip over a trash can. well i don't know i've never seen anyone have a blade off at school so basically each team is going to do a relay race uh they both have four members and they're basically gonna you know slap each other's hands once they get past a certain stretch in the race it's a race to the end basically and um so in the beginning it's kind of cute because gabriella starts off with this other guy who has very greasy hair and she's like ooh. Oh, you're quiet, right? I like that in the man. And he's like, okay. <laughs> and then she just says that so that she can get a lead on him. So she starts first and he's kind of like left in the dust. And so I love it. Me too. She's great. Okay. So they're racing side to side and they get to the third leg of the race. And one of the team members on the X blades falls and he gets kind of injured. And so Brink, who's the last leg, instead of going at his turn, because they were in the lead, he stops to help the guy, and then the guy who's fallen over on next is like, why are you helping me? And he's like, I don't get you, man. It just kind of, like, dissolves, because then it's like, oh, no, the teacher's coming! And then they're like, ah! No one necessarily wins, it's just, the guy gets injured, he's off the team on the x and Brink gets suspended, so Brink's dad picks him up from school. He's pissed. He's like, I don't get you. You take skating so seriously. Why don't you take school and the rest of your things in life seriously? And you're always talking in a way I don't get. Like, you you got this. You ate beef. Did I miss anything? Like, well, I just, I don't get your lingo. So he takes him home. We find out that his dad's on disability. He was like a uh, 
Oh, hey, my boyfriend's in the room. Um, so he, I get he's a construction worker, and did he fall off a house or something? What happened? He broke I don't his- I don't he hurt remember. his back? Yeah. He hurt his back somehow. He's on disability and he mm-hmm. is not currently working, but is stressed about money. Yeah. And she, the mom is a realtor, but she's like, hey, Christian, wait, hold on. Say something. Come here. Hi, guys. Wait, what do you think of Brink? <laughs> Brink is the best. <laughs> I don't know if you're like, So Brink overhears his parents saying all this stuff and he gets really stressed out. He's like, oh, this makes me sad that they're not sure if they're going to pay their house payments. So they come back to school and every member of the uh, Soul Skaters, like, they're talking about how they got in trouble with their parents. Then Belle shows up and says, hey, so the guy got injured in the relay race now. This is an open spot on the team. Just, you know, just in case you're wondering... And then all the soul skaters besides Brink are like, we don't care. We don't do this for the money. But Brink seems a little quiet, intrigued. But he doesn't want to tell them, but he's like, my family needs money. Maybe I should audition. He's thinking about it, even though the rest of his friends are like, no, skating for money is for sellouts. So Val said there's auditions or mm, auditions, tryouts. Uh, with musical theater people, we always yeah. say audition. Audition. I'll audition for the soccer team. I'll sing with her. <laughs> High school musical. So Brink shows up at the X Blades trio, and it's in this big warehouse. It's very fancy. They're all kind of like, "Look who decided to show up!" And <laughs> they're like, "Show us what you got!" And then what does he show them, Taylor? He shows them like this cool movie does that doesn't he do like a. At 370 or at 420. Like I don't he's know. he's like a like he skates on the top of the thing, like at the top of the ramp, and he's in the air and he does like a little like he's in a little ball and he like twirls completely around. It's really cool. These all the skaters are extremely talented. It really is cool to watch. Yeah, so they see him, they're like, What grace? And um he ends up getting on the team. Basically, this team is headed by this clothing company, I think, that sponsors the team. And they show them at competitions wearing their clothes, and that's how they get paid. It's very Instagrammy uh, before that existed. So they let him on the team, and basically he can't tell his friends because he knows they'll be disappointed in him, but he really needs the money. He goes home and he tells his family about it, and everyone's impressed but his dad. Because even though he's getting like he's gonna get paid like two hundred dollars a week to do this, he his dad is really anti skating and he doesn't want him to take the job because like he's like you already get in trouble for doing this. You got suspended because of skating the other day. Like I'm not gonna support this. So Brink pretends to quit just so he can you know satisfy his parents, and his dad ends up getting him a job at like a dog washing place. And so he basically has to lie to his parents. Also, like there's. A moment where his friends are in the home at class, Val comes in and he's all like, hey, Brink, see you later. Or no, like, why are you seeing him again? They're like, why are you seeing him later? So we get to the first invitational, which his friends think that they're going to be skating, like Brink would be skating with them, but he's actually been practicing with the X-Blades so he could get paid, hopefully. So Brink lies to his friends and says he's sick and that he can't perform. His friends are like, oh man, and he's like, just go without me. Then Brink comes in sunglasses and a hat because that's the perfect (laughs) disguise always. And it's the Los Angeles 
inline competition invitational. Without Brink, Gabriella, Peter, and Jordy are like, well, we might as well not go to the invitational. And then Gabriella's like, no, let's go. So they go and they see someone skating and they're like, hmm, I wonder who that could be. And then when once he gets off this the ramp, they take his hat off or something and they're like, it's you, what are you doing on Team X-Blades, Brink? And he's like, oh, uh, sorry. They're upset, they leave. Brink is upset, but he's hearing from like his new manager or whatever, like, hey, you did great type of thing. You get a bonus, so he's getting paid. So this is the scene where they are practicing on the road or like in the neighborhood to go down the hill. And then oh yeah, so, yeah. so basically like X-Blades and Soul Skaters are gonna have a little competition and they're basically starting at the top of a giant hill and um, going down to the beach. It's actually very perilous and scary and dangerous and um, I don't know it looks not fun to me and I wouldn't want to lose my life that way and it seems like they don't care. Val says something where he tells Gabri- he tells Gabriella to go back to Mexico. And she's like I'm Peruvian you ass. Yeah, and I'm like, he voted for Donald Trump this year, probably. So, yeah. they ended up having a competition. Woohoo! Yeah. Oh, and we need to save my last episode in the Our Day with the President's Sounder when we had this really, I don't know, it was kind of cringy, like, disclaimer before the episode. And I just want to say, because I don't know, I don't know, TBH, I don't know how many people voted for what who listened to our podcast. And I don't want to be like, vote for this person and don't vote for this person. But we were just trying to be like, mm, we hope you're happy with who you voted for. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I would do it again. I would too. Um, I don't know. I mean, it was kind of serious and melodramatic, but I don't know. Me and Taylor are kind of that way. We're pretty so. dramatic. And obviously we are. What do you expect? Why do you think we're you're listening to this <laughs> podcast? We're obviously dramatic. <laughs> so we're doing Gab Riella mm-hmm. versus Grink. This segment, like going down a hill, is a part of the competition in the inline, inline skating competition. So they're practicing <laughs> and... We see Val go off and be, like, sneaky, and we're like, what's Val doing? And then Brink sees that, oh, no, he, like, put rocks on the street. And then Gabriella, like, scrapes up. She, like, rolls down the hill and, like, scrapes up her arm really, really bad on the way down. Brink oh. sees that Val has yeah. hurt her, and he tries to go over and, like, help. Oh, so Val puts a bunch of, like, pieces of gravel on the concrete where he knows that Gabriella's going to skate over, and he knows that he's she's going to skate over and fall and like injure herself pretty badly and then she does and it's really like horrific brink feels awful brink tries to go into her house and his uh gabriella's mom welcomes him in and she's like yeah why don't you go into gabriella's room just the two of you to talk to her people in disney channel movies are so trusting of their teenage kids i don't understand it because this has never ever happened to me in real life where my parents were like yeah just go in this room with like a boy and close the door and you know fine like i, know, I just don't never happens get to me. it yeah i used to have to send selfies of myself with my boyfriend and like my boyfriend's yeah. sister so that they knew that i wasn't having sex with him which you weren't i wasn't because i was afraid <laughs> brink goes in and 
Gabriella is like, hey, like, you were the one that taught us about soul skating, about doing it because you love it and not becoming, not doing it because you get paid and, like, to not become a sellout. And, like, now you've done this. And he's, like, pretty upset. And then he's Well, he's like, I needed the money. And then Gabriella's like, we all need the money. And it's like, well, like, I don't know. I feel like that you shouldn't judge people on doing things because they need the money. Because what if that meant really bad? I don't know. I thought that was judgmental. I, I did, too. We go back to Brink's garage and he's like picking up all these old skates like from when he was a kid. And then this is when his dad comes in and has the sentimental time with him. What does the dad say? He's like, man, you're having a hard time. I also had a hard time. Oh, actually, this was like really good advice. I like this because he was saying what I was doing for work used to be my identity. And then when I couldn't do it anymore, I felt like I didn't know who I was. But then I realized like, it's what I do. It's not what I am. And I was like, that's actually really good advice. I'm like, I, oh my God, that is so adult. And back then it would have just flown right over my little head. But like now it's like, oh yeah, that is very true. If you told me that like at the beginning of college when I was auditioning for things, I wasn't getting them. I would have been like, you're right. <laughs> So, yeah, it, it, I don't know. That's life, y'all. So, dad is saying this really good advice. You're defined by the company you keep and how you keep them, which is also really great. So, then he asks, Are you going to compete this weekend? And then Brink says, I don't know. And he's like, And his dad's like, Well, if you do, like, let me know. I'm going to be there, which I think is so <gasps> sweet. Yeah, oh my God, his dad is such a sweetheart. I mean, he wasn't, but now he is, and it's really great. So then Andy quits the X-Blades because they almost killed his friend, Gabby. And Brink goes into Santa Monica Pier and throws a milkshake in Val's face. Then he says, like, you're no fun to skate with. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a really good burn, yeah. So then we go back to where this, the other soul skaters are practicing. Then Brink comes by with dog uh, grooming t-shirts and they're like how did you get all this stuff and he's like well i got us a sponsor the dog grooming place and then they're like what and he's like well the sponsor's really me he's used all of his savings and like everything that he was going to make at the dog grooming place to buy t-shirts so they can have a sponsor and compete so they finally take him back and they are now competing as the soul skaters and the three different competitions the three uh sections of it there's street or vertical and downhill we get into the competition. It's big day. We see like the first round of competitions. I wrote Gabby got 93 points. Val got 98 and Brink got 89 because I think he's he tripped or something. And then <laughs> he comes out. I like this. His sister says, just skate better. Actually, the final round, I wrote final round equals weird music. There's lots of good music in this. Oh, by the way, this, yeah, this movie has great, really punky, fun, not Green Day-ish, like a little more like pop punk. I don't know. Yeah, but like in a 90s kind of way, not like a, a, you know, guy with long hair that goes over one eye kind of way, more of like a, I guess like, yeah, it's, it's fun. It's Scottish. It's, I really like the music, except, I don't know, Disney movies got less and less interesting music over the years, and I think it's because they couldn't, or they wouldn't pay for music played by, like, popular artists. It was just kind of, like, generic stuff. I like the music in this, sorry. Long story short. No, but I like, I like it too, and that's why I was singing Come On, Brink, because it sounds like it's a Smash Mouth song, maybe. It does. Oh my god. So the first round, they get fourth place in the first round. The second, and the the Soul Skaters team is Team Pup and Suds because that's the name of the pet grooming place. The next round is the vertical section, and the Pup and Suds win. Is the vertical and, meaning like where you're on a half pipe? Yes. Okay. Is that what a, the ramp is? A half pipe. So think of a pipe slicing in half. There you go. 
Oh. It took me forever to realize oh. that that's why they call it that. Yeah. Didn't yeah. realize that. Yeah. So after Puppin Suds wins the vertical round, now is the final competition, which is the downhill, which is like the thing that Gabby and Brink did. Brink is up against Val, and Val trips, supposedly, like, oh my gosh, I'm hurt, because Val knows that Brink will come over and help him, which he did end up doing. And then Val's like, just kidding, I'm okay, and pulls Brink down, so he falls, and he's behind. And then they get back up, and Brink is, like, skating, and he catches up to Val, and he he beats him by, like, a hair, and he finally wins. Cheaters never prosper. And then the X-Blades guy is like, come back. Why can't you, like, let us sponsor you? And he was like, I was on Team X-Blades. It wasn't any fun. Like, I really like that all the disses are like, I just didn't have any fun. I like that, too. That's the ultimate diss. And that's the end of the movie we see. And that's really fun. Soul skaters are the winners. Taylor, I can't tell you how many freaking mandalas I have in my apartment. I think somewhere between 5 and 70. I can't keep track. I just love them so much. (laughs) I have this beautiful golden bronze one that I put behind the shelves in my kitchen that really brightens up the whole room. And guess who it's by? A lovely little brand called Staccato. (laughs) And Jana, guess what? I also have a mandala from Staccato. Oh my god. What a coincidence. I just moved into a new apartment, and the first piece I put up was this yellow and black stick-on mandala called the Honey Girl that was so easy to put up, and it's really helping me get into the decorating spirit. Sicardo is an art and home decor company based in Sacramento that makes beautiful adhesive mandalas and nature-inspired prints that you can effortlessly apply and remove without damaging your walls. And they have tons of different prints and patterns that come in all kinds of colors, shapes, and sizes. So whether you want to decorate your desk with a tiny print or you want a bold set of colorful mandalas to put on that boring white wall you've been meaning to decorate, they've got you and your walls covered. And we're giving our lovely listeners 15% off your first order at staccardo.com using the promo code DIVAS15. That's D-I-V-A-S-1-5. And right now you can download your own mandalas to color for free. Just go to staccardo.com and click on their website store free downloads tab to get a free two-page PDF of their beautiful hand-drawn mandala illustrations. If you want to see more from Staccardo, follow their Instagram at Staccardo Studio, which is S-T-A-C-C-A-R-T-O period S-T-U-D-I-O. All right, back to the show. Zoom. So that was Brink, Taylor. Come on, Brink. And then the Smash Mouth song, Oh, okay. We need to play that. Okay, so guys, here's the theme song to Brink. They played this in the credits. Brink song. I like because the guy is like singing what they're doing, like come, and then everyone's like, "Come on, break!" It's funny. So, yeah, what did you think of the movie overall, Tay Tay? I really like this movie. It's probably my second favorite now of the ones that we have done. Like, I I was watching it and I was like, oh! and my sister was like, "What?" And I'm like, "Oh, this guy just did this." Like, I really was into it and thought it was like really entertaining and had a good pace and the storyline was good and the relationships were good. What did you think of it? I really liked it too. I thought it was very fun. I thought the characters were really good. It was like it was just entertaining and fun and quirky and really funny and 
yeah, it was just very 90s in the best of ways. So now I'm going to talk about Disney Channel in 1998. Ooh. Here, so as I've kind of like ran the gamut of things. So, you know, I've done like, oh, these shows were on Disney Channel at the same time as this movie. But since we're kind of doing the same era every episode, I'm going to talk about things that happened for Disney in general in 1998. So, I'll tell you two movies that were released then. You want to know them? Yes, please. I think I know them, but tell me. Mulan and A Bug's Life. Ooh! What do you think of those movies? I really like Mulan. It's one of my favorites. Have you seen the new one? I have. What do you think? what, What is your opinion? I know that they made it as, like, kind of an apology to China, uh, just because they, they, like, a lot of Disney fans, like, are Chinese, and they kind of messed up the tale of Mulan and made it a little cartoony, so they didn't all, like, love it that much. It's kind of hurtful to them, so I liked that they remade it to, like, try and better represent the story and, like, their culture, and I really liked it. The costumes are cool. The color in it is, like, really fun. It's entertaining. Uh, I did watch it a day that I found out I got furloughed and, like, I wasn't getting any hours. So I was kind of distracted, but I did really like it. Bugs Life, very good. I like the song. I love a Bugs Life. I like, it's a time of your life, so live it well. Like another Randy Newman song. What do you think of the um, the Toy Story song? Yeah. I love Bugs Life a lot. Um, Mulan I like a lot too. Mulan's great. We should have way more of that kind of movie in princess movies for Disney. Like girls who fend themselves and like put themselves out there and like kick ass, but are also really cool and nice and sensitive. Is that so much to ask? (laughs) Another thing that happened for Disney in 1998 was Animal Kingdom, the amusement park in Disney World was opened. I've never been to Disney World. I've been to Florida. The first time I went was this September. Sorry, I promise I was very safe and wore a mask. Um, but I did not end up going to Disney World while I was there. Um, but Taylor, have you been to Disney World? I have been to Disney World and Animal Kingdom is the one park we didn't go to. (gasps) Why not? We wanted to go to Orlando um, Universal Studios. So we, because we wanted to see Harry Potter World. I've never been to Harry Potter Land. I want to go. Let's go. Yeah, let's go when it opens again. I don't think Universal and Disneyland are opening anytime soon. But when they do, me and Taylor will be back when it's safe. Disney Cruise had its first voyage have you been on a disney cruise i have not have you no i've always wanted to go maybe if you have kids we could all go together or we could just go yeah (laughs) we don't have to bring kids (laughs) we don't need an excuse i always wanted to go as a kid and for some reason i feel like it would be like it wouldn't be lame if i just went as an adult without kids would it be i don't think so I'm gonna be fine. Does anyone want to let us borrow their baby so we could take them on the yeah, Disney let's, cruise? Let's do that. And okay, maybe the most one of the most important things, Parent Trap came out. Oh, I love, I love that movie. Trap. Maybe that's something else we'll review. Love that movie. Classic. Lion King premiered on Broadway. Oh. Have you seen Lion King the musical? I have. I saw Me it when too. it came to Costa Mesa. Oh, really? I saw it in San Francisco when I was, like, 12 or something like that. Oh, 
It's very fun. Okay, so that's kind of it as far as um, things that happened in the Disney World in 1998. What about, what do you think about the characters? What was your favorite? What do you think? I really enjoyed this movie just because I thought the acting was a lot better and I liked the dad. I agree, it was good acting. Yeah, the dad and Brink have a really good relationship, just how the dad is pretty, like, vulnerable with the son and giving him good advice, and it doesn't seem, like, that awkward. And I like, it does seem like a real family dynamic of, like, the stresses of a normal family, because I feel like usually it's like, oh my god, we're stressed because this company party just isn't going how it should. But but they're like, we stressed about money, and, like, that makes more sense. That's real! And it seemed like how kids would react to, like, their friend ditching them. Yeah, it was very, um, like, realistic. So to me, I really enjoyed, like, the dynamics between the characters, and it seemed realistic and fun, and what about you? Uh, yeah, I really like the characters. I really like Gabriella a lot. She was really cool. She was a really good, like, I don't know, there's this, like, archetype of a tomboy girl in movies, and she did a really good job of, like, walking the line. It didn't seem like they were trying to make her into something that didn't actually exist. It seemed very honest and true, and she was, I don't know, she liked hanging out with me. She was tough, but she wasn't, like, afraid of being like emotive and telling it like it is and she was a good skater and it didn't feel like they were like tiptoeing around her and I really appreciated that it was very nuanced and I liked Frank and all his friends they were all like really nice people um his dad like I guess like I was a little like oh god at the beginning but I kind of get it more and no I thought it was really good really good characters like of course I like want there to be more girls but I actually think they did all the girl characters were like well represented out of the movies we were reviewed yeah i think this might be my second favorite after halloween town now um what were your favorite lines taylor okay so there's a part where katie the younger sister is asking brink what he's doing because he has a lot of his new skate stuff in his bag but she's like what's in the bag and he's like nunya and she's like what's nunya and he's like nunya business and i was like classic also i'm pretty sure like i hear like what's up fam from like Brink and I'm like did he invent he this? He says fam? Yeah. He says what's up fam? So my favorite is none of your business and also just all the time the disses were like well you're just no fun to skate with. <laughs> and that's like so insulting. Yeah. I think those are my favorite lines. Do you have a favorite line? I like Oh, um, in the beginning of the movie, when Brink shows up at his bus stop where his friends are, and they're like, dude, lateness. And he's like, dude, choreness. I forgot about that. Yeah, it was cute. Okay, hmm. This might not be politically accurate. There's a point where this guy on the other team, on Team x says to Gabriella, hey, Gabriella, have you ever got arrested for impersonating a boy? And she's like, no, you? <laughs> I don't know. Are people going to be offended by that? I don't, I don't know. I, I don't, when I see it, I just see, like, kids fighting. I thought it was funny. I didn't think it was, like, insulting to either sex. I think it was just, like, kids talking shit. But if you as a listener think this is offensive, let us know, and we'll know to not think these kind of things are funny in the future. So, yeah, kind of a funny movie. Yeah, I thought it was Um, really funny. I guess now we'll talk about... (gasps) The fashion! 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 Let's talk about it. What was your favorite oversized t-shirt, Jana? Oh my god. God. Okay, so the fashion of this very 90s 
need I say more? Lots of like super, so oversized t-shirts. So oversized, oh my God, people are swimming in their clothing. Lots of really colorful t-shirts, like bright orange, bright green, bright blue, bright, oh, like nacho cheese yellow. Like some of the shirts have like aliens, like interesting graphics on them. Baggy blue jeans, not light wash, not dark wash, just really baggy blue jeans. Gabriella, she kind of dresses like pretty androgynous, but she does like wear a dress at some point that's like, the style that got popular a few years ago, where it's like a dress with a bunch of buttons down the center, that's like kind of mid-thigh level. And she wears one that's like blue floral. And I thought it looked cute on her, I guess. If I had to choose a favorite outfit from the movie, it'd be that. But I don't, I mean, I'm not really into the fashion in this movie. It's the kind of 90s that I'm not super interested in. I'm a pretty girly girl. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's very fun and colorful, which I like. Yeah, what did you think of the fashion? Lots of chokers on the girls. I really liked, I like Gabriella's dress. I think yeah. that I, I like the overalls that the younger sister wears. Yeah, oh like yeah, five. I do like overalls a lot. They're very fun. I like overalls and there are yeah. lots of them in there and lots of denim, so I think it's fun. Yeah, I am really into overalls. Me and Taylor, Taylor, when she came to visit, uh, we went to a haunted house and we both wore overalls. It was fun. Yeah, so that's the fashion. Not really much to report. Tell me about the actors in this film. I will gladly tell you about the actors in this film. So, Eric Von Detten played Andy Brinker, and I noted that he was born in San Diego, just <gasps> like me. Oh my god! What if you guys are born in the same hospital? Oh, I bet even the same bed. Just kidding. God, how romantic. <laughs> how romantic. But he's, a, he's a wife and a daughter, I think. Well, now, so okay, just fine. kidding. <laughs> I mean, not for long. Let's, let's be honest. <laughs> Taylor's gonna take it enough I don't think he's like I'm not like woo because he's like a child so I'm not like woo because he's a kid he voiced Sid in Toy Story which is random and he played Josh in Princess Diaries (gasps) in the first one the guy that she has a crush on did you like him did you think he was cute in that movie or were you like it no I was like he's a bad guy he's like cute (laughs) but doesn't like her that much I was never into that type of dude, so, um, yeah, I didn't think he was cute then, and he, I don't know, was, yeah, he's kind of a jackass. He was, like, like, he played that character well, but I was like, eh, he was much nicer as Brink. So yeah. he actually does a lot of active stuff, like rollerblading, skating, and he likes to hang out at Venice Beach, so he's basically his character. I can imagine that. Sam Horrigan played Val. He's still doing some acting stuff. He was in Little Giants, Escape to Witch Mountain, and Grace Under Fire. Wasn't he in True Blood? He could have been. I never watched True Blood. I did not either. Wait, let me check it out. Yeah, he was on a lot of TV shows, like, very briefly, it seems. Yeah. Like, he was on One Tree Hill, Veronica Mars, and... Oh, yeah, he was on True Blood. But I think just, nice. like, briefly. Christina Vidal played Gabriella. Christina Vidal! Vidal. Christina Vidal. She's best known for See No Evil in 2006, but we know her from being in Freaky Friday. Yeah! Wait, do you remember the song that she sang? It's kind of interesting. It's interesting that they didn't let Lindsay Lohan sing, but I'm glad they didn't. She has a really good voice. Yeah, Christina. I like well, I guess they had two songs and she Lindsay Lohan sang the second one. Oh, she did? Yeah, the You're in Hilda Ultimate. Oh right. I get the I get the songs from there and the ones from Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. Oh my god, wait, we need to review that movie too. We should. Aww. I love those movies growing up. So Patrick Levis, or Lewis, all right, I can't read my own handwriting, played okay. Peter, 
and I he I thought this was funny. Jana will like this. He was in the original cast of Big the Musical, which is a musical <laughs> I've been in. Tell us about Big. Big the Musical is uh, a musical from 1997 and has aged horribly. Some of my favorite <laughs> jokes in it that are not appropriate are uh, saying there's a joke where they go, oh, that guy looks like Saddam Hussein in a prom dress. <laughs> uh, Wait, they, what the hell? It's a whale. I remember this vividly. It's especially creepy just because there's, like, a song where, like, young Tom Hanks and there's, like, old Tom Hanks. So there's, like, a kid that plays his younger self and then there's the guy that plays him as an adult. And Saddam like, Hussein, that's the most, like, early 2000 reference I've ever heard. I know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Tom Hanks is, like, dancing with his love interest, but then there's, like, the younger kid that's, like, singing about how to love a woman. It's just like really creepy, and also it's like three hours long. Even when you do, when you do cut songs, and it was like probably the worst, like cringiest, like written thing I've ever been in. But it's like the thing my mom came to see the most, which made no sense to me. I'm like, how many times did your mom see Big? Four times. She saw it four times. It's a really bad show, but it's really funny because it's so bad. So yeah, <laughs> David Graff plays Andy's dad, and he was famous for being in the Police Academy movies. Unfortunately, he I've passed away in 2001. But he was a really good actor in this. Robin Ricker plays Andy's mom, and she was in Alligator, Brothers, Thunder Alley, and General Hospital. So that's what I... I didn't get the younger sister. I mean, I could look it up, but there's a lot of characters in this movie. Yeah, this is an ensemble cast. I don't know if that's the right word, is it? Yeah, I would say so. I think that's the right word. Wait, I... Okay, we gotta talk about the sister, because I know she's in stuff. Katie Bolding plays Katie Brinker. She's in Smart House. Yeah, she's a little sister in that movie. Nice. She's in Little Rascals. Have you seen that movie? I have not. Oh, okay. Very 90s. Yeah, so I guess she's more of a kid actor. Anyway, so that's it. She's been in more things than me. Same here. I've been in a big fan zero. That's kind of all for actors. So let's talk about what we're doing next. Our next movie that we're reviewing for the Christmas season is... The ultimate Christmas present. Woohoo! Yay! Are you Merry excited? Christmas, happy holidays. So yeah, we're excited to talk about that movie. It has Brenda Song in it, which is, you know, reason enough to watch it. And it's very fun. So yeah, that will probably come out a week after this one since we're kind of behind because of the whole losing our episode fiasco. Um but yeah, so we're excited for you to listen to it. Thank you so much for listening to it, especially if you made it this far into the episode. We really, really, really appreciate it. We have so much fun doing this. Yeah, this is a blast, and I'm glad that y'all are here for the journey. Yeah. And hopefully getting some good nostalgia with you. Yeah, we love nostalgia, so we're glad other people do too. And if that's not why you're listening, thanks for wanting to hear our voices. Anyway. Yeah, thank you for wanting to hear my voice. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, and join us next time so that we can watch a Disney Channel, Disney Channel movie! movie. Woohoo!